0: Good morning, Jerry. Good morning,
1: Brother John. How are you, sir?
0: Doing very good. A little bit of cool, crisp, clean weather out down to 48 degrees as we do the show. All good.
1: Oh, 54 here, which is really magnificent. It's been warm all yeah. week. Yeah.
0: Finally, yeah. fall makes its way oh, to the Chicago
1: while, area. It's almost November. What are we talking
0: about here? I know.
1: I know. It's a little late. seems it's a little late to me, but I don't want to complain. It's here now, so hey, I'll take, it. It's here. I'll take it. it. Let's enjoy. I'll take it. Yeah. Enjoy. Hey, this is The Bro Show. I'm Jerry. Where I'm you? John. There you go. We are actual Brothers, and uh, we talk about a few things on a show. It's usually 20, 25 minutes. Hang around. You'll hear us talk about lizards, words, a topic, a very, very timely topic. We're going to talk about cannabis. And then lastly, we're going to have some dad jokes, otherwise known as groaners. Yep. What shirt All you good you What shirt you wearing?
0: Oh, shirts, shirts. Hey, listen, I've got the – this is a shirt I don't wear that often because I'm really not too terribly pleased with it. But oh. it was at the bottom. So I scraped the bottom of my T-shirt pile, my Rocho T-shirts, yeah. and I came up with it, the decal shirt. A shirt that's got the little picture of us in the corner. Oh the insignia. The insignia. Yeah, insignia, of, they, yeah. they, they cal, whatever you want to call it. I always yeah. get those two words mixed up. Yeah. But I don't really like this shirt because the picture of me is not that big and it's not in the center of the shirt. <laughs> wow. And, that, and uh, but I had Whoa. a moment of modesty this morning and decided to put it on. Modesty, you and are the po- yeah. You're the podcast. You're also in this shirt too. So I'm actually it's for right. you too that I'm wearing it. That oh, I don't care for it that okay. much because you're also small in this shirt yeah. too. Well, now, it doesn't matter. I'm so just a producer. This is a, a problem.
1: you know. But I but I figured what the hell, uh, I'm going to wear it. That's it. Wow, wow. Well, you're the podcasting personality, as I was trying to say earlier, and I'm just the producer. So that that's a real step down for you. Step up for me. Yeah, but listen, we're both in the yeah. picture together now. I'm in the front, you're in the back, and that's obviously the way it should be. But we're both there. <laughs> we are both there. So I'm wearing the Bro show Year of the Bull or the Ox rather. You're the Ox. Ox. You're the An Ox. Impressive shirt. It's yeah. a very impressive shirt. I love wearing this shirt, and uh, yeah. very comfortable. Very comfortable. Very nice. Uh, I feel like I'm, you know, with the program. I miss that shirt. Or maybe I missed the beer, the ox beer. I'll have to work on that. <laughs> yeah, we had ox beer during that season. And for those who don't know, every six months, we, we, our season is six months long. And we have an animal that is like a mascot for us during those six months. And we do a story every week on that animal, some aspect of that animal. And that six months, it was the season of the ox, and that was also yeah. the Chinese New Year, Chinese uh, lunar zodiac year.
0: Yeah, all that good stuff.
1: So, we, yeah, that's, what we, that's how we roll. And right now we're in the season of Lizard. Lizard. And we actually take it a step further by making that our sponsor. We
0: did that. We, we have, got carried uh, away. Yeah, well, we got carried away. We decided to, uh, to make our sponsor for this mm. season the Horned Lizard Conservation Society. Mm. Um, and this is an incredible organization that we've got horned lizards that their habitat happens to be in Texas, western Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. And this group is responsible called the Horned Lizard Conservation Society in studying, document, and publicizing the importance and the conservation of this wonderful animal. Yeah. Take You look at this animal and you say, gee if I could just bring it home but we know that's not what don't, we should don't, do. Don't do that. We should let that lizard lie where it feels comfortable and those yeah. states I just mentioned have to be that. Yeah, so this is not the kind of cash grabbing uh, group that is <laughs> going to stuff money in their pockets because these no. these are all donors they donate their services they work hard they don't get paid and they're a solid group of people.
1: So there you go.
0: That's and what do we get out of that? How can Whoa. you Come a part of it.
1: Perhaps you could describe a wonderful T-shirt. They have a T-shirt they make that features uh, the uh, horned lizard in its natural habitat. And I, I recommend that T-shirt. We've got a link to it in our show notes. Uh, yeah, it's the Horned Lizard Canyon T-shirt, and it's a little little horned lizard kind of walking around in this canyon. There's a red tailed hawk above them. You're probably like I don't I don't know if they eat the horned lizards or not. Horned lizards are not very good eating because they're very spiny. Yeah, yeah. That would be a deboning
0: exercise that's beyond our human
1: capability. For us, it would be, and I don't think it's any treat for a hawk to uh, grab one of these guys either. So, yeah.
0: I've got a problem, and here's my problem. My problem is that i got these hooks that I hang on my wall, okay? And they get them, and it's supposed to be, well, you're not going to hurt your wall because it'll come off of it very easily. But I stick it up there, and it's not quite where I want it to be. And I tried peeling it off, but I can't. And then what happens is I get a spatula and I hammer out and I pound on it and I put a big mark on my wall, which it loses the purpose of what I put it up there. Help yeah. me, Mr. Producer. What do I need? What can help I me, get? me, please. That's gonna right, be me, strong please. enough to leave that hook up there so that I don't have to worry about and then could easily take it off. Help me, me. Mr. Producer. Okay, okay.
1: Here's what you need. You need geck skin. Geck skin. Hmm. Geck skin is a man-made product that simulates the gripping effect of gecko feet. Particularly the pads on gecko feet. You know the way a gecko can climb a wall or walk across the ceiling? Right. That's the stuff. There's these ridges that interact with almost any surface. And allow them to do that. And it doesn't leave a residue. So there's no slime or glue like substances involved. Some really clever scientists thought, hey, let's make a tape called Geck Skin. And one side of it will be a normal adhesive that you can take on and off of things with no residue. And the other side will be Geck Skin, which are like these ridges. And they'll interact with another piece of geck skin that you attach to the, you know, let's say you're hanging up a, a, a painting or something on your wall. You put some yeah, geck yeah. skin on the wall, put some geck skin on the uh thing, and ch- 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 it's like a Velcro. They go together, but you just lift them up to take them off.
0: Yeah, well, what you I want to do is I want to get hooks so I can put them along a wall in my in. Hang each of my brochure T-shirts on it, so I'm ready. Then the next morning, I don't have to go through the pile. I got them all sitting yeah. up there, and I can I can say, okay, yeah. I'm going to get that one. So that's what I want the
1: uh, I so you skin want to use for. Little hooks. You want little hooks? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think all you have to do is put a little geck skin on the back of the hook and geck skin on the wall, and then boom, boom.
0: Sounds like a winner. Yeah, yeah, I but you would work for out you. some. Real, other than of course my personal needs, which come first. Huh? What there's also some other very other practical needs. When you think about the fact that when we there's sometimes the need to climb uh, steep, uh, you know, hills or walls, etc. This could have a fire. This could help firefighters. They don't have to wait for the the doggone, uh, you know, tr- ladder to be put up. And maybe the ladder doesn't go far enough. They could use this on their shoes their <coughs> on their gloves, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because the amount of weight that this substance or this method, methodology, mm-hmm. can hold mm-hmm. is enormous. We're talking, you know, well over 500 yeah. pounds.
1: Yeah, they said 900, as I recall. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you could even be a
0: fat fireman.
1: And- oh, that get personal. Those are first responders you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, you got to be careful. Oh, well, that's exciting, John. So
0: that's the uh, the lizard story for the for the week, and I think it's a very practical, useful, uh, yeah. and it's something on the le- leading edge stuff that we. Yeah, got it's here.
1: based on is directly based on how the pads yeah. on a gecko's paws or feet work. Directly, directly, very good. Okay, should they pay royalties to the geckos? I think at least, you know what,
0: at least to promote maybe some, look at lizards in general and, and the preservation, yeah. whatever, maybe yeah. some nonprofit should be, you know, we could give money should be given to as it relates to this. I totally agree. They could get yeah, some
1: I'd really agree. goodwill out of it. Yeah. if
0: These companies that are using
1: this. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Now, now.
0: Wow, what a sound. I can't believe it. What was that? Oh, that
1: was that was a word from last week. Ooyulation. Ooyulation. It, say that one more time. Oolation. Oolation? Yeah, I can't. I, if I think about it, I can't say it.
0: Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's a real problem. And the other thing is, if you think about it, you can't let out that wild and crazy so- sound.
1: That's right. Which, I did uh, that. I did it last week for the show and I I couldn't I so I did it so well I thought well I'll just copy that and put it in.
0: That's a good idea. I'm i yeah. you came up with that. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you.
1: Hey. I I am glad to hear it. It's good to give confidence
0: from the that podcasting personnel. But we have to come up yeah. every week we gotta come up with another one. This is this isn't work though. This is something no. these are naturally things yeah. that we happen to see during naturally. the week. That's what really we occurring. come up with. So this word that we came up with this week is conflagration, C-O-N-F-L-A-G-R-A-T-I-O-N. And this means, this is a very timely word. It actually probably could have been a little bit better maybe two months ago, because the, this word means a destructive fire, usually an extensive one. So... If you Google Mm. this word with the word California, you will come up with a lot of breaking news from about two months ago because we know the destruction that takes place every dry season in California. They end up having all these fires that just chomp up a bunch of parkland, etc. So uh, the example of using this word, uh, the Dixie Fire, second largest conflagration in uh, California history, has now yeah. spread over more than half of the Val- Lassen Valley Val- Val- yeah, Alb- uh, National Park. National Park. Yeah, 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 Cool. So that's well, uh, mm. so. Where's the source? Well, all I did was Google California and fire, and sure enough, that's what I came up with. So yeah, it's a yeah. it's a good word. It actually its the derivation is directly from Latin. Um, so yeah. to, to means it yeah. uh, means to, to burn. Extensively.
1: Burn, so burn, baby, burn. Baby burn. burn. My, I remember that so one. Wow. That story. Another story. Yeah, yeah another story. It's good good word, word, John. That's a good word. Are you ready for our two takes? Oh boy, am I ready?
0: Yes, I've been going over this. This is a very, very interesting and timely topic. Uh, something which uh, I have to give full credit to our producer. For bringing to my attention this wonderful PBS documentary that came out called "The Cannabis," the Cannabis Question. Question. Yeah, yes. So, uh, yeah, I, I. In what we when we take a look at this, we know there is medicinal marijuana or cannabis and recreational cannabis, and we've kind of know a little bit about it, but really, do we? Do we fully understand what's going on here and the implications and some of the big, deep, dark mysteries that still need to be solved with respect to this uh, to cannabis? Perhaps you could enlighten mm. us a little bit.
1: I'll give a little of the science that I. There's some stuff I thought I knew, just like every time we do two takes. There's stuff I thought I knew, but I, I didn't really know. Or there's stuff I had, you know, partially right, not quite right. But this was illuminating for me. Uh, I was involved somewhat, but back in the 1960s with the cannabis revolution. At the time it was called marijuana and a bunch of other things. But, uh, it, this is what we're talking about. Now, how does it work? That's the real question. And, you know, do we need to be cautious about the use of the substance? Now, this was back in the 60s. They did a, they did a movie called Reefer Madness. And it managed, man, that, that, yeah.
0: It was all media. about the,
1: the horrors yeah. of using marijuana. And it became a big joke. And mostly based on the power of that big joke, uh, it got legalized in California. You know, it took a while, but finally yeah. in the nineteen nineties it got it got legalized. And in the nineteen eighties, before that, scientists actually kind of discovered how it works in the body in the nineteen eighties. So in the nineteen eighties, that's twenty years after the the uh the revolution of you know cannabis smoking, it, cannabis smoking has been going on for centuries. Don't get me wrong, but in popular culture in the United States, it, it really reached the apex and or its beginning in the 1960s. So, anyways, 1980s, some researchers figured out what it was that uh, allowed the effects of marijuana to be effects, and they discovered these structures. In the human nervous system, a lot of it in the brain, but some of it also in several organ systems, and uh, it's called the cannabinoid system. And when it's inside, these are receptors that receive nerve impulses, and these are uh, these are accentuated or depressed according to the endocannabinoid cannabinoid. You can't think about that one either.
0: uh, Cannabinoid, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you know, here's the problem with me with this, is when I read it, I got mixed up with what was the cannabis, which is basically what's going in. It's it's sort of like thinking of a quarterback throwing and and something's got to receive it. They didn't actually know about these receptors until they were were looking into cannabis. So as a result, since it was their first view and discovery, they decided to call them cannabinoids. They exist.
1: They exist without the use of cannabis. They do. That, that, that's exactly yeah. it. So yeah.
0: when you see the word cannabinoid, you, uh, my reaction was, well, that's the stuff going in. No, that's the way no. it's being received. That's the thing in the body that is yeah. receiving the cannabis.
1: It's like a catcher's mitt, right? Yeah, catcher, pitcher, yeah. catcher, quarterback, yeah. tight end. Yeah. So what happens when, when cannabis gets in one of these cannabinoid receptors? It changes the way the receptor works. and. Ordinarily, the body takes care of this itself. Like, let's say, for instance, you know, you're in a situation, a stressful situation, and you're starting to freak out. Your body naturally produces cannabinoids that will ameliorate the effect of that stress, your heart rate and all that stuff. Like, let's say you have a fight or flight reaction. Right afterwards, you've got to calm down. How are you going to do it? The body produces cannabinoids. So that's kind of cool. That's a good thing. So what does cannabis do? it amps that up. So if your body is not producing uh, cannabinoids at that time, then people smoke cannabis and it creates in the body, creates the effect. What is the effect? There's several effects. And there's several nice. substances that are involved. It's not a straightforward uh, solution to a problem. Yes. It's... Complex. It's very complex. It's complex complex because you've got the the number of substances that are located
0: in the cannabis is so many. I mean, this documentary says 400. And here we are. We basically have concentrated on two of those substances CBD and THC. And, you know, one of those we pretty well know, and the other one we don't really know that much about. But you point out the variables that exist here and make this a rather why did we study it? Because we realized we don't know much about it. Yeah. And so if we don't know much about it, uh, the best way that we could you know, do this would be to have, um, you know, just like we had uh, with respect to COVID and, and vaccines, would have to yeah. be involved in federal, the federal people put the money into studying it. But we yeah. can't do that. No. Why? No. Because. It's illegal it's federally. Not, it's illegal federally. Yeah. Each state has decided to have their own rules, and some of them don't have them. And even those which have legislated marijuana have done it in three different types. You either have you have, you have medical and recreational allowed. You have medical only allowed. Then you have the decriminalizing of marijuana. So, okay, we're going to give you a ticket and slap your hand, but we're not going to put you in jail. And then you've got that fourth group, illegal. No way, Jose. Go to jail. Do not pass go. Yeah. Directly go to jail. Yeah. So we've got different states that have different rules that makes it more complicated. And when the feds don't get involved, it also then doesn't allow the funding to go to the badly needed research so that we could figure out what's going, what's happening and how this works. Because we don't really know necessarily the long term effects of this.
1: That's correct. Of this substance.
0: Now, yeah. Then it gets more interesting, because we've got variables involved, and by yeah. the way, how does it how about adults and then all the way down to
1: <coughs> yeah, the yes. fetus all the way down to the fetus it's so it's astounding, it's astounding. We didn't, nobody knew this, but what happens is in the brain, while the brain the brain is is forming as you grow up, and there's white matter and gray matter, and the gray matter is what conducts a lot of the brain processes, and mm-hmm. the white matter it does communication between the gray matters, the cells, the gray cells. So this is something that is continually changing as you grow up and even get older. So that the gray matter, white matter thing is changing all the time. Now, what happens if you introduce a lot of cannabis substances into the system? It changes that, particularly if you're young. And what goes on when you're young, the gray matter reduces... And the white matter increases so that you get some hard wiring of decision-making synapses in your brain. That's why they say, hey, don't ask a teenager to make an important decision for his or her life. They may make the wrong one. Well, that's because of the gray matter, white matter thing. Well, that changes when you take cannabis and makes it a worse problem than it already is. So some people should – the potency needs to be regulated because, you know <laughs> – uh, some of this sativa brand, uh, strain of, of cannabis is so strong, so much stronger than it was when I was a kid, that it it can disrupt some of the processes. And some of it's so strong, it can cause psychosis in certain individuals. So so some of the stuff that people were joking about in reef for madness can actually happen given the potency of today's uh, marijuana right. plants. So, so this no, is very important. It, and and it crosses the border. And when when a woman is pregnant, it crosses the placenta and gets into the baby. So uh, what's that going to mean? It's going to mean maybe some developmental problems, some mental processes that don't work as well. Short-term memory, long-term memory, emotional status, stuff like that can get out of whack. But we don't know. So I'm not trying to sound the alarm here. Certainly, most people say it should not be criminalized, number one. But number two, it should be studied and regulated. Why do we want to study this? Because
0: is it because of the recreational guy, the cool dude on the corner that's really hip, and says, "Hey, I'm you know feeling real good." No, that isn't the reason we want to study it. Although I guess we should study those characters too. It's the (laughs) medicinal thing that's happened because people have realized that marijuana, cannabis, could be used as a treatment for a variety of conditions that we might have, and those could be range anywhere from cancer, autism, epilepsy, all the way to pain management. Now, yeah. and PTSD, all these yeah. items have been, we've used with marijuana, but we don't necessarily know the long-term uh, effects of using it to treat these. Now, keep in mind, we're, marijuana or cannabis is not a cure for these different conditions. It's a treatment. A it's a and a so, as a result the continuation of a treatment. We don't know whether it only can work for, you know, it wears off. And there could also be some ill effects as it relates to it. So um, I think that's that's real important as we take a look. Oh, because yeah. we And, you know, we have, you know, when a, when a child has autism or epilepsy, parents yeah. are concerned and they want to help their child. And they'll desperately yeah. try to help them to the point of maybe using it because they just say, yikes, I got to do something to help this kid. Yeah. And um, and but you have to understand that we don't necessarily know what's going on here. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think, real important. But I would like to kind of circle back a little bit to mm-hmm. the legalization, because yeah. it's incredible. There's a story within this documentary about a, a, a fellow who has PTSD and the implications of legalization go far beyond saying, well, uh, we're going to uh, find you this or that because. Some states, uh, such as, uh, and I looked at one of the illegal ones as mentioned in there, Alabama. So yeah. you could be carrying this substance on you, as is shown in this thing, and you're in, there, you're in Arizona or California, and you decide you're going to visit friends over on the other side of the United States, France, like North Carolina, and you're, yeah. you're buzzing right through Alabama, you stop for gas, and you're black, and you're in the wrong place. You're in the wrong place at the wrong time. And all of a sudden, what happens? Not good, that's for sure. Prison
1: time. Prison time.
0: The story of this fellow with PTSD, who really, he doesn't try to hide what he's doing, ends up becoming a horror story you could hardly imagine. As he goes through a series of imprisonment, uh, parole, this and that, loses his job, you know, he, he basically all after, a, all
1: after serving his country too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all after serving his country to the point that he is basically he's homeless because he's he, all his money has been drained, either be mostly because of the the whole the whole system. So yeah, legal um,
1: legal bills. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's the reason, and I actually looked, and it's amazing. There are actually about. Four or five bills that are just hanging over in in D.C. in Congress. But they're it's just they're they're trying to do too much all in one bill. They're all from trying to deal with specific things like, well, let's make sure that we can help the veterans with respect to this and make it a federal law on that. All the way to like, well, let's just treat it like alcohol. We'll put it over there with the the firearms, tobacco, and alcohol uh, group. We'll kick that uh, the, this problem over to another department. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't kick so it. So it's uh, yeah. So all it, 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 it's it's an amazing topic, which you realize. And we were, I was concerned. I said, "There's there's too many moving parts for me to figure this one out." But that's about um, that's that's
1: that's you, you it. did a good job. That that is it. That. That's how it goes. I'm not going to talk about a whole lot of anything else with it. But it, I think it. the main bottom line of this whole thing is it needs to be decriminalized for obvious reasons. But simultaneously, it needs to be studied with well-funded, peer-reviewed, real studies. And the only studies right now you can have access to that are any good are in Europe. And a lot yeah. of sometimes the only place you can get some treatments are in uh, England uh, or Britain or uh, Europe. Because I mean, they're the is way, criminalized. Yeah. I took a look at my state,
0: which is medicinal and uh, and, Rec, and yeah. the recreational
1: use is allowed.
0: Then I decided to take it a state you're in, and guess what it is?
1: It's illegal. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's illegal. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally illegal here. So we're talking the tale of two states right here. Two bros. Yeah, we two are. States. Two yeah. laws. And if you get arrested for it in Austin, it's completely different if you get arrested for it in Blanco. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, in the city here, I think it's more or less a misdemeanor uh, if you're not dealing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, that's (laughs) – it shouldn't be this way. It. It needs to be studied and it needs to be legalized federally so people can do the studies because we don't know what strains to use. We don't know what dosages to use. We don't know when to use CBD. We don't know when to use THC, how much of each. So all that stuff needs to be really looked into. People are trying to do that now, but they're hobbled. So Yes. Yeah. Set us free. Set us free. All right. You ready for some groaners? Growners. Yeah,
0: these groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as Duck Coach. and he has supplied us with two. I would call them kind of silly groaners, but let's run with them. Okay, here yeah. we go. I'm ready. What do you call a tiny pig reciting Shakespeare? What do you call tiny you know what? that pig you see when you're going along the street and all of a sudden you say God, that,
1: that pig is reciting Shakespeare. What do you call that pig? What, what do, do I call that
0: him?
1: pig? Wow, I don't know. He's reciting piglets, I think, or as a couplets. I don't know. It's that Hamlet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, good job, Hamlet. It caught me by surprise. Okay,
0: all right. Let's have another. Okay, okay. Let's go. We're going to go further down and deep and hit
1: a lo- new low. With this I think act- that I think that just activated some of my cannabinoid receptors. <laughs> That's a good one. What do you,
0: what do frogs drink to lose weight? Do frogs drink
1: to lose weight?
0: I think frogs
1: (laughs) drink grog. But uh. oh, this is so bad. This is diet croak. (laughs) Oh, oh.
0: (laughs) It's corny, but I
1: like it. That's usable. It's That's I save the
0: worst the last. <laughs> yeah.